So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR's Nothing But The Truth with your host, Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. Uh, Dave, uh, you, you, you got a great guy. Why don't you, you, I mean, this really phenomenal, top-level guy, nice guy, Southwest Florida. I've been given a lesson on the geography, um, so why don't you introduce Paul to the uh, audience, Dave? Yeah, awesome. It's great to have Paul Getter here today. He is the internet marketing nerd. Nerd. Absolutely. And... Um, if you're listening to it on the radio today, you all know that Wednesdays we drop the podcast, which also has video. And just take a look at Paul. I mean, with the background and the bow tie, it is such such a great look, Paul. And I'm just so impressed, all right? Um, I'm on Instagram, and I see you everywhere, everywhere, this omnipresence that is so important in marketing and branding. And um, the more and more I see of you, the more and more I want to see more of with the messaging and the content that's going out. It's value-based content that gives us all that are in this space, uh, working on our businesses and expanding and growing and scaling. And it's very, very helpful and valuable. So I reached out to you and, and thought you'd be an excellent guest for the show. Thank you uh, for, have, for coming on with us at Nothing But The Truth. Thank you very much. It's a privilege to be here with you guys. You guys are doing amazing things. Hey, Paul, listen, one thing that I was, I was watching some of your videos, and, and they're, they're tremendously powerful, but two that caught my attention were ones where you talked about the word being omnipresent, mm-hmm. and the second part was when, some, when you were talking about being your authentic self and you know being out there and, and uh, being who you are. Can you talk to us a little bit about each of those concepts? Because I think that that's so important for the audience to hear. Yeah. uh, Again, first of all, thank you guys very much for having me here on your show. I mean, this is an amazing setup that you guys have here. I mean, this is like real deal. This isn't like Johnny in his garage with a little camera. You guys got an amazing production here. Thank you. Yeah, we try. Yeah, yeah, looks great. So, so yeah, for a, a personal brand, and I think that there are a couple key elements that are, are really essential, especially on an online presentation. Number one, authenticity. There is this danger of trying to be like everybody else, and individuals end up becoming echoes instead of a real authentic voice. So it's important for you to kind of like, First of all, define and understand and recognize who you are, that you are unique, that you can connect and you can um, serve a a certain unique group of people. So embrace who you are, be unique, don't be afraid to be who you sincerely are. I mean, if you're always trying to copy everybody else and be like everybody else, you're never really going to be um, serving people in the full capacity of who you are. So you got to be real. Stop trying to be like other people. Stop trying to compare yourself to other people and be who you are. And uh, when when a personal brand begins to grow, the the content, the authenticity, the purity of your voice and things are important. And then as it begins to grow, uh, there's this, this juggling act. People often ask me like, Paul, what social media platform should I be on? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be on TikTok? TikTok. Well, the the answer is this. Try to be 
on as many channel channels as possible try to be everywhere you know it's it's something when people go online and they see you in various places it establishes a credibility an authority it builds that trust it builds that relationship people are like man this guy's everywhere where's where is he at she's like so it, it really it presents your business your personal brand in a level that uh, connects with people Obviously, each platform has their different styles or different voices, but if you can connect with people on all of these platforms, it really will lift your brand. Yeah, very clear what you're doing now. You're helping coaches and you're helping businesses grow. But Paul, how did you get to where you are now? What, what's the story that, where's the aha moment that leads you into the space you're at now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, I've been blessed to work with a lot of uh, amazing people, A-list celebrities, Fortune 500 companies, some of the big online names um, that many people recognize. But uh, the reality, it started out working with mom and pop restaurants, <laughs> you know, working with ice cream shops, uh, mm. working with plumbers and just nothing very glamorous at all. But I was really early in into the social media space. Uh, I joke around with people. I'm like, I was doing internet marketing before there was an internet. Uh, these terms as internet marketing, social media marketing agency, I was doing it. I remember I, I was talking to a friend. This is years after I'd already started my agency. He was working with various clients. And he said something. He's like, have you ever heard about social media marketing agency? I was like, no, tell me about it. And he began to tell me about it. And I'm like, Hmm, I guess that's what I'm doing. Uh, but these terms, internet marketing, social media marketing agency, these are something that just kind of evolved um, over the years. So I initially I found myself working with local businesses and then I, people online saw businesses that I was working for as they began to grow and other companies began to reach out to me and they say, hey, we see what you're doing with this company. Is it possible that you could do it for us? And a lot of unique opportunities opened up. I found myself working with um, Hollywood celebrities. I found myself working with um, big movie productions, um, companies like Nike, Chick-fil-A, Mutual Omaha. Again, there was this beginning stages where businesses saw, hey, I need to be online. Uh, traditional radio and television serve their 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 place but this online thing we better jump on this and so i was one of those early adopters that was learning it and uh, people began to reach out to me and i guess you would say one thing led to another and now i'm working with some of the biggest names online yeah you are um i mean the collaborations that you've had from ty lopez grant cardone gary v kevin harrington akon it could be all seen on your instagram profile and uh working with these very successful individuals What's uh, some of the takeaways that you've seen from these individuals that have been very successful and how we could teach others to follow suit? Yeah, uh, you know, I think that there are a lot of commonalities that each and every one of these successful individuals online have. Um, one of the very first characteristics that I see is the ability to see a trend. I kind of like picture it like a surfer out there in the California waves and the wave is 
kind of building up and it's growing, it's growing. Well, these individuals have the ability to see an opportunity as it's coming. When everybody else is just kind of like, ah, you know, um, they're on the beach having fun and playing volleyball, they see the wave coming and they paddle out there and they jump on that trend. So all of these individuals, if you look at their backstory, if you look at their history and where they are at and what they were doing they saw unique opportunities before anybody else really saw it so they were um they, they were very progressive thinking then secondly i think um we could probably all agree that uh these are individuals that are uh, they work hard <laughs> you know they're 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 hustle they have a, a a strong discipline to work hard uh but more than that i think that uh they're, they're individuals that are willing to take risk um, because some of them took some big leaps, big risk, and they um, were seen as controversial in the things that they said and they did. And um, oftentimes they have a, like a polarizing personality. I know, I know a lot of these people, it's like, oh, I say I work with Ty Lopez. And they're like, ah, I can't stand that guy. And other person like, oh, man, Ty Lopez has changed my life. So they can have like a polarizing personality that you either love them or you hate them. Um, but either way it is, these are individuals that going back to one of my original points, they're authentic in who they are. That's who they are. They're not trying to be somebody else or anything like that's who they are. And, you know, I I heard Gary V. Matter of fact, Gary V. When I first started um, connecting with him, I didn't like him. Didn't mm. didn't like him. And you know, every other word was f this, f that. And um, you know, I'm kind of like this family man. I'm like, if if I want, if I have this on my screen, I want my children to be able to hang on my shoulder and listen to it. My kids are young at this time, and I didn't want them watching this guy. And so I initially I didn't like Gary V. But when I met him in person, I shook his hand and I talked to him and I heard his heartbeat and how he really wanted to help people. It kind of changed the way that I saw him. And I joked around with him. I'm like, man, you converted me. So, so yeah, I think, I think you, you see a lot of commonalities in all these individuals. Yeah, on that point with Gary Vee, I'm the same way. I mean, not I wasn't a big fan initially, but once you get into his content, and he's one of those true visionaries too with getting on the trends. He got on the trend of YouTube early, um, tick, moving into TikTok, and, and obviously what he did with the NFTs and VFriends. Um, with Discord, I'm in his Discord. I see all those things. That's a great example of following, getting ahead of the trend, um, yeah. and I highlight that point. Bob? Yeah, Paul, I was just kind of picking up on the point we're finding the trend. Uh, so I'm your worst nightmare of a client. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm sure lots of people are in a similar position. We produce a lot of content, either our national TV appearances or hosting gigs we have. And, you know, we're, we're out there and we have our legal stuff that we do. But I got to be honest with you. When I, when I was looking at your video on the being omnipresent, and I think that's right. You're right on the money. It's exhausting for me to be, you know, posting things and whatever. And we have help with some of our staff. But what is the solution for that? Uh, do, do, do you typically recommend or do you have people that actually take over those things yeah do what you do best and delegate the rest mm -hmm. uh you know you don't need to be managing your social media i mean you got bigger things to do these are obviously these are opportunities for your business to grow but if you're not a specialist at it if you're not amazing at it hire somebody to do it for you uh you know there's things that i know how to do 
I have a working knowledge of how to do it. I know how to build funnels. I know how to run ads. I know how to create content. I, I'm a graphic designer. When I first started um, doing things online, I did everything. I'm like, I'm my own assistant. I, I was setting my car. I was doing everything. But then I quickly learned for me to scale that I had to kind of like focus in on what I did best and hire out the rest. So now at this point, I have a team for me that manages my content. They'll send me over like a content calendar and I'll do videos for them, send it over to them. And, you know, a few days later, they've got everything laid out. They post it, they do everything. And it's just, it runs um, without me. Uh, obviously, I have input and feedback of what goes on and everything like that. But mm -hmm. uh, it, I, I'm, I'm not busy doing these little things that uh, consume my time. All right, awesome. Listen, you're listening to WMTR Radio. It's nothing but the truth. On the other end, because you know, Dave, this is a show about mindset and things that we can do on a global level and, and just basically will improve anybody's business and personal life. We're going to ask Paul some questions about that based on a video that I saw, another video that I saw him uh, give in a couple of minutes on the other end of the break. Stay with us. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you. Call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth podcast dropping on Wednesday. Paul, I want to get right to something that I, I saw in one of your videos. And, and we we only have guests on that we have identified have the mindset that make them successful and sometimes you definitely see commonality common denominators and it was where um one of the individuals was asking you during covid you know should he keep doing sales and your response was with regard to are you helping people and if you are helping people continue if not stop talk to me about that yeah you know uh, when it comes to the word like sales Unfortunately, sometimes people have this negative stigma to it, like sales is dirty, sales is bad. But when you really see the meaning, the true um, purpose of sales, it's actually helping people. It's serving people. It's improving their life. Uh, I'm a person of, pay, of faith. Um, a lot of what I believe in the values that I, I go by are based around biblical principles. There's actually, there's this in interesting scripture in Proverbs. It says this, it says, a man that hath wheat and withholds it, the people shall curse him. But a man that hath wheat and sells it shall be blessed. So that's mm. an interesting statement because it could have said a man that has wheat and gives it away shall be blessed. But it says mm. a man that has wheat and sells it shall be blessed. So there's a couple of reasons why we, we sell. Um, number one, the, the purpose, the motive has to be to help, to serve, to improve others' lives, to solve problems. That's got to be the, the mission behind it. Um, but if we just always gave it away for free, if we always gave our coaching away for free, our advice for free, then we would not be able to help as many people. Mm -hmm. If this man, the, the scripture is referring to, just gave away his wheat, he wouldn't be able to um, hire more farmers, buy more equipment, you know, expand his his farm so um when a person buys something there is a transaction that takes place so i th i think it's important that what we do it's motivated to serve to change lives to help others because i think that there's probably this infancy stage in every business that it's like ah, i just want to make the money want to make money in which that's understandable but there comes a point when you realize it's more than just making money 
but it's about making impact. I just want to follow up Paul, with that yeah. for a second because uh, you, you touched a spot both with your faith and, and, and mine as well, and um, also about business and sales. We had an interesting experience when COVID hit and because the courts closed down and we're obviously in the quote unquote sales business, but I think a lot of professionals sometimes make the mistake, and, and I'm not saying we haven't made it ourselves, where we, I always hear this, the law is not a business, it's a profession. And we were listening to one of the business coaches during COVID, and the guy said something that really struck me. And he's like, Bob, there's no honor in people not having eyeballs on your firm. There's no honor in the fact that they go to a lesser qualified attorney. And so your better sales, your better marketing is allowing you to scale to help more people. And that really resonated with me. That's kind of like what you're saying, Paul. Yeah, you know, I, I understand there's this... There's this delicate balance when it comes to marketing personal brands that we want to be, we want to have a, a spirit of humility in what we do, and we don't want it to be about us, about us. That like it's you know a uh, the the business is us based. So a lot of times businesses and individuals in particular they will shy away from uh, bringing attention to themselves. Mm. You know, because it's like, ah, you know, I don't want it to be about me. But really, the more people that know about you, the more opportunity you can um, help them. So mm, yeah. uh, when, when you recognize, again, it has to be that mission base that what is motivating you is not some egotistical drive for people to know me and some type of power, something like that. But it's really, I wanna help people. So the more people that know about me, the more people that know about my business, my product, my service, there's a greater opportunity that I can serve them. Yeah, Dave, you know, just, you know, we, we, we talk about this so much that, and Paul, I'm sure you do, and before Dave asks you the next question, you know, what I've seen with people that are very good marketers or sales, at least in, in the legal profession side, and I'm sure it exists everywhere, is that a lot of times they're forgetting the third component of a business, and that is production and results. And um, and that's kind of getting to your point. It's all about the money when it's only about marketing and sales. But when you're talking about delivering a product with excellence, then you're helping that other person. Dave? Yeah, sure. Let's get back to values. You know, we talked about that value of hard work and grit and grind. Um, talked about uh, proverbs and and the faith based value that you have. What else? What else makes Paul successful that you could provide? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I think that there has to be number one that that base to serve people. You know, I'm. I'm serving people. I don't look at myself as just a uh, a business or anything, but I see it. I see it. Uh, this might be a strange word to say, but I see it as a ministry. I see it as a ministry. I see this as a, an opportunity to improve the world, to impact, to change lives. So that's number one. And then there has to be uh, some some solid, core, immutable values that you hold true that are are non-negotiable that you you don't negotiate uh you know i i have opportunities to work with individuals but because of their values their principles what they stand for what they agree it's a conflict to my personal values my personal um standards so 
I I don't negotiate that. I, I'm 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 true to that. I don't allow the the money or the opportunity or the position to influence. I just you have to be able to say no. So so that's secondly. Number number three. I think that it's it's really important for you to quickly recognize that even though you have this desire to help everybody, you probably can't. Or, or maybe not even probably. You can't help everybody. And uh, that means you have to say no sometimes. Sometimes saying no is actually helping people. No, I can't help you. Now, a, a lot of times in new starting businesses, they're like, oh, yeah, I can help you. I can help you. Yeah, yeah. I want to work with you. I want to work. And they say yes to everybody because, again, they're, they're, they want to grow their business. They want to make more money. But really, when you do that, you do yourself a disservice. You do your client a disservice. Um, you do your reputation a disservice. So be willing to say no when you sincerely, authentically cannot help that individual. Yeah, we have a, we have a coach that talks about lead abundance. And what lead abundance does, it allows you to be selective in those cases, those clients, right? I mean, if you're looking at the numbers, the expenses that you have to meet and you're driving to, to make those expenses, it's one thing. But if you have abundant of people calling and needing your help, it lets you be a little more specific in saying no to the wrong people for the business. Yeah. Did you want to comment on that, Paul? You, you know, I, I think... Uh, one of the things that I always say, you know, I've been in conversations and stuff and people say, oh, you know, is this your guy, this your competition and the stuff? I'm like, eh, I don't believe in competition. I believe that there's probably people doing the same thing that I'm doing. I believe that there's people that uh, see me as competition, but I refuse to see other people as competition because I'm unique. People are going to work with me because me i'm one of a kind i'm i'm unique i i i connect with them so it's more than just people don't work with you just because your service there's there's a hundred there's millions of other lawyers there's millions of other marketers but they work with you because they want a relationship with you mm -hmm. they've bought into who you are they agree they align with with who you are so there's going to be people you know, I, I talked about my faith. When I first started going, I'd have people that I knew did not want to work with me just because I would speak about my faith. And it used to make me kind of like uncomfortable, like, well, you know, maybe I should tone it down a little bit and not, you know, share my faith as much. Then I quickly realized, you know what, if a person doesn't want to work with me because of my faith, I probably don't want to work with them either. So, you know, just I'm being who I am, like it or lump it, this is who I am. Yeah, Paul. I, look, you, you you have no idea. Dave's smiling right now. You you hit so many notes that are very similar to who we are in so many ways. But tell me, we haven't gotten to it. We only have a short time left, uh, about two and a half minutes. Tell us about your business. Um, tell us what you do for you know in your business. What services you have, and how people can find you. Yeah. So. Uh as mentioned, my name is Paul Getter, the Internet Marketing Nerd. I've had the privilege of working with some of the top entrepreneurs in the world, guys like Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, A-list celebrities, Fortune 500 companies. We help coaches from beginning to end, entry level to the expert, build, grow, and 
scale their online coaching program. Whether you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're an author, speaker, we help you build an amazing rock star brand and then scale it um, so that that you can serve and impact more people. Yeah. Easiest way to connect with me is probably Instagram. I think that's where we initially connected. My Instagram handle is Paul, just P-A-U-L. A verified account, send me a message there. I'm always in the DMs. You must have been an OG if you got a, an Instagram account that says Paul. You know, me, me and Zuck, I call him Zuck. <laughs> me and him, old friends, and just hanging out with him. He hooked me up. You know how it goes. <laughs> 1.7 million followers on Paul. And you're following one. You're following one. So I'm here. I want to be number two. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) I want to be number two. Hit the button. Hit the button. D Bruno ESQ. Let's go. Add me to that group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are definitely worthy of of following. (laughs) My man. All right, listen, Paul. Thank you so much. uh, Maybe sometime you can come back because there are so many subject matters that you talked about that just really struck struck me in the heart yeah. and soul so uh, Paul thank you so much that's it for us uh, another show WMTR radio every Saturday at 10:30 Dave talked about the podcast nothing but the truth podcast.com is that landing page with all the videos and the podcast links and things like that you have to see Paul the background fits the internet marketing nerd <laughs> Paul thank you so much we appreciate your time we appreciate your content looking forward to see you all right thanks, thanks a lot guys thank you The Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.